Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is November 8th. It's Tuesday, five minutes after 10 with Rob Kendall and Casey Daniels. And let's get to our predictions. Today's the day to vote. What do you think is going to happen? So there are two obviously big statewide races, Secretary of State and U.S. Senate. By the way, I just posted this at Robin Kendall on Twitter if you'd like to see. A listener wrote me with a screenshot. He wrote my name in for U.S. Senate. <laughs> Fantastic. So I would like to, you can see it for yourself, at Robin Kendall. I would like to let everyone know that I'm not conceding until all votes have been tabulated. <laughs> and I would like to thank all the volunteers who made this possible. You're welcome. We can achieve the American dream okay. together. You know... Does that even count for 1%? Uh, no, 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 no. No, uh, you know, we really should have... That's what we should have done in hindsight. We should have ran a Rob Kendall writing campaign mm-hmm. and seen if I could have beaten... McDermott mm-hmm. in any of these counties. You can't even get in the Brownsburg High School <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, so you can see that for yourself at Robin Kendall. So there's two races. I think one of them is fairly obvious, and that is the U.S. Senate race. Mm-hmm. Um, Spendingburg is going to be the beneficiary. If you missed last uh, segment, as of today going forward, he will no longer be referred by his name. Todd Young, he will forever be Spendingburg going forward. Mm-hmm. Spendingburg is going to win, and I think he's going to win pretty easily, not because of anything Spendingburg has done, mm-hmm. because in fact, most people, has there's been no person who's contacted me via email, Twitter, phone call, whatever, who has said how proud they are to vote for Spendingburg. They're doing it out of a fear of the Democrats. They know what Spendingburg is. They know what he's going to do going forward, which is spend money and do whatever Mitch McConnell tells him to do. But the fact is, there is, and I understand it, I don't agree with it, but I understand it, an immense fear of four, you know two more years of Democrat control of the federal government, especially the U.S. Senate. And so there's a lot of people who just at the end of the day that fear is just so overwhelming they can't get past it james siniak while a good dude was not a phenomenal candidate and so i i don't think spendingberg is going to win by nearly as much as he did in 2016 i think he got 56 percent of the vote in 2016 i have it at 51 42 7 42 for mcdermott 7 for siniak mm-hmm. because mcdermott is is an awful candidate i mean the guy which wanted to try to be some bizarre quasi version of Donald Trump but a Democrat and it's like dude you're just some guy from northern Indiana who screamed and yelled a lot and you offered no vision and you offered nothing and even when you were winning like in that debate Mm -hmm. he immediately pivoted back to losing topics which is the environment and abortion in Indiana and he couldn't help himself so it'll be basically a scratch election which is generic uh, 
Todd Young is a less than desirable is less desirable than a generic Republican. Many of those votes will and have gone to James Siniak. So unlike the three or four that the previous percent that the previous libertarians got for U.S. Senate, James is going to do better than that. But he didn't he didn't do enough to win people's votes. That debate was a disaster for him. Mm-hmm. So I, I have it at fifty one forty two seven. Okay, so I disagree with you just a bit. Oh. I have Todd Young, I mean Spendingberg, yes. at 50, yeah. McDermott at 45, uh-huh. and Siniak at 5. Yeah, that, it, it very well could be. Because I think a lot of people watch that debate, yep. and James Siniak did not perform well in that debate. However, Tom McDermott did. Yeah. And I think that that swayed a lot of people. I don't think that James Siniak is going to do as well as you believe. Well, so we'll see. Uh, and we'll do prices right rules, right? Like right. closest without going over. Yeah. Um, I do I do think that uh, Spenningberg is not going to perform as well this time as he did last time. Well, that would I be, agree with you on that. Well, that, and that would be, and, and look, that is a huge indictment of Spenningberg because if you go from 56 to 50 Mm -hmm. and it's not like the makeup of the state of indiana changed so whether it is 56 to 51 whether it's 56 to 50 even it's 56 to 40 to 52 that's a huge drop in support which tells me people are paying attention and are aware of the egregious job Mm -hmm. that todd young i'm sorry spendingberg has done yeah and hopefully and we talked about this with micah last hour look i'm out on this I'm not going to assume how you vote. I'm not going to assume how Kevin votes, even though I know how Kevin voted, mm-hmm. uh, because Kevin is a great patriot and American. That's his business to tell people if he wants to. The people who vote for for Spendingberg are the ones who are now going to have to hold him accountable. I have divorced myself of all of that. So the next six trillion he adds to the national debt, mm-hmm. or the next eleven trillion that he adds to the national debt, or whatever number it is, depending on if there's COVID or not. Because he's going to keep spending. Mm-hmm. He's not going to stop. He's made that very clear. Right. You people who voted for it, you own that. I get to complain about inflation going forward. You do not because you're voting for the guy who's doing the inflation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so I think he's still going to win. Yes. And I think there's a lot of people who are voting for him because they don't want the Democrats to win. And they're doing like how Micah said earlier, a vote for Todd Young is a vote for Rand Paul. Yes. Is a vote for Ted Cruz. Yes. Is a vote for other people. That's, so- inc- that's incredibly flawed logic because those people are not going to be in charge of anything. There is no way Mitch McConnell is going to allow Rand Paul, uh, Mike Lee, Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz to be in charge of anything. It's going to be the same Grassley, Gramnesty, mm-hmm. Collins, you know, the, the same merry band of misfits that it always is, but whatever. So I, we're close on this, right? Yeah, I think that just the big discrepancy that you and I have is James Siniak. Yep. I don't think that he's going to perform as well as you do. Okay, so while we agree that James Siniak is not going to do incredibly well, I do believe Jeff Moore will do incredibly well because Jeff Moore, it's a couple things going here. Jeff Moore is the best statewide candidate the Libertarians have ever run, and it's not even close. If Jeff Moore had an R next to his name instead of an L, he would win 60% of the vote, and he would easily be the next Secretary of State. He is a mainstream, if you just took the letters away from people and you heard his views, he is a well-polished, mainstream, conservative, liberty-minded Republican. Mm -hmm. And I've said when the libertarians run good candidates, they should be rewarded for that. 
and he is clearly the best candidate on the stage. And the messaging that I'm getting from people is many, many people are going to vote for Jeff Moore, who are also going to vote for Todd Young. Mm-hmm. And Diego Morales is the, when you put the Libertarians running the best statewide candidate they've ever run with the Republicans running the worst statewide candidate they've ever run. Uh, I think Jeff will exceed the 10%. I think he's going to get 12. I I tried to not guess this with rose colored glasses. I tried to look at legitimately the feedback we've been receiving. Mm -hmm. And so I I still think Diego's going to win because the early voting numbers are not showing some wave of Democrat involvement. And when you get outside of our listening area, central Indiana, where the major media coverage on Diego's egregious behavior has been, I think Diego's going to clean up in the corners, uh, you know, not Lake County, because that's a Democrat stronghold, but in Fort Wayne, et cetera. I've got it at 40. St. Joe County. I've got it at 45, Mm -hmm. Diego, 43, uh, Wells, and 12 for, for Jeff Moore. Okay. I've got Diego at 42. Oh, Wells at 43. Oh! Yeah. And Maurer at 50. Wow! I think I think Jeff is going to do extremely well. And, and this could be a force for the trees situation. Sure. Because we're insulated and we keep getting all of these comments from sure. people on our social media. And maybe that's because we've been talking about it a lot. So they're directing it towards us. Like, hey, you know, right. Rob and Casey, I voted for Maurer. You know? Right. Um, are there a lot of people out there doing that? I I... I think people are maybe catching on to what's going on with Diego Morales. Well, and here's the thing, and the, and the, one of the heroes in this will be Donald Rainwater, because had Rainwater not run such a good campaign, and look, I realize he got 11.5% of the vote, he did not win the election, but by libertarians, by third-party standards, he was by far the best mm-hmm. there's ever been in the state. I think he's going to do extremely well. P- people got used to voting for a third party, and mm-hmm. the lesson of this should be, if indeed we are right, because I think we are in agreement that Moore is going to do markedly better than CENIAC. Mm-hmm. If the libertarians run good candidates, they will do much better going forward, especially if Jeff exceeds the 10%, which is the primary ballot access. And here's the thing I want people to think about going forward, that in if you are indeed a person who wants choices, there is a strong possibility that you would have Donald Rainwater, who did phenomenal at the top of the ticket as the governor candidate in 2024, and I hope, and I have nothing to base this on other than my own hope, Jeff Moore, mm-hmm. the Libertarian, as the U.S. Senate candidate in 2024. And that is a premium, great, well-schooled group of candidates at the top of the ticket. So if we are serious about holding Republicans accountable, if you are a person who is mad about all the tax increases, all the record spending, all the record government, the mask mandates, the lockdowns, the business closures, the gas tax, whatever it is. You have an opportunity to do something about it today with the Secretary of State vote. And if you came to me, and many people have, and said, I scratched my ticket, I voted for Jeff Moore and Todd Young, I won't beat you up over that. That's a good that's a good day at the ballot box. You I'm know, sorry, Spendingberg. Yeah, you know in sports there's like you've got you've got a team who is who is doing really well and and they could win but they really need help from their opponent to do something bad. Right. So yes. that they'll win. It's every Bears game. Yes. Uh, okay. And I, every Colts game this year. I think that's the situation we're in where uh, Destiny Wells could possibly win the game, not because of something so fantastic that she's done. She's done enough, 
but the egregious play from her opponent. All right, so let's review. So tomorrow we can see how wrong we both were, because I'm sure we'll just <laughs> right. be totally way up. Right. So I had in the U.S. Senate, Young yeah. at 51, McDermott mm-hmm. 42, Siniak 7. Mm-hmm. I had 50, 45, and 5. Okay, and then in the uh, Secretary of State's race, I had Morales 45, Wells 43, Maurer 12. Yep, and I said 42, 43, 15. All right. All right. No pressure. <laughs> There's no money on this, so... Uh, well, <laughs> at least not of our out of our pocket today, oh, right now. 